0: Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. All right, Minnesota, episode two. We have Daniel again. He's going to go over another perfectly perfect Halloween episode, mm-hmm. a little bit creepier possibly than the last one or on par, I guess. So if if you could stomach that one, yeah. you can stomach this one. Okay. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> this is for me personally. Yes. Okay. This is for you. Um again, I want to state that these episodes are not appropriate for kids or easily scared adults. So skip the minisodes and we'll see you back on our regular PG rated episodes. But this episode on the PG 13 possible possibly our side of things, depending on <laughs> depending on your your taste in in uh, entertainment, I guess. But yeah, with that said, what's the Minnesota episode two for our Utah famous crowd?
1: Yes <laughs> uh, this one is about Gary Gilmore.
0: Gary Gilmore. Mm. Yep.
1: Not of the Gilmore girls. Not, not Different Gilmore.
0: Gilmore All right, line. all right.
1: And does that name ring any bells to either of you? I'm just curious. No. no. Really?
0: Well, I mean, it sounds familiar, but a lot of... <laughs> it's a pretty basic name. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. So Gary, I'll just spoiler alert, right? Write right, like Charles. Uh, so Gary is another first for the state of Utah in by way of criminal executions. He was the first person executed... After the reinstatement of the death penalty, oh. so the uh, I'm trying to remember what year it stopped in the United States, but it was reinstated in 1976.
0: Oh wow! Oh, so it was outlawed through the, all the United States. It was yes. just Utah. Okay.
1: And he was the first person to actually be executed, and so because of that, there was a ton of attention and like national and international attention on this case. Oh he was the first
0: one, not in Utah. In in the entire country. Oh, like, okay. Got it. Wow.
1: Yeah. So, um, Gary Gilmore, a lot of obviously like a ton of details. Like it could be a whole hour long uh episode. But something that's interesting is um so he, his parents were Frank and Bessie Gilmore.
0: Cute. Frank and Bessie.
1: <laughs> yes. And the interesting thing is Bessie, so his mother, it just says he, she was a Mormon outcast from Provo, Utah, who was then living in Sacramento, California. So it's just kind of an mm. interesting, like, it kind of sets up that tie, that connection to Utah. Right. Um, so they kind of jumped around. He was born, Gary was born in Texas. A lot of uh, unnecessary back backstory. But so Frank, his dad, was not a good person. So this is like a pretty common thing, right, with right. murderers that end up. Uh, so Frank was not very great. Uh it said that he'd always whip his sons with a razor strap, a whip, Ooh. or a belt for no reason. Ugh. Uh but he somewhat mellowed with age.
0: <laughs> oh <God. laughs> good.
1: And 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 like the the later sons said like, oh he only like whipped me once, so it's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but this part I also just thought was, like, a little bit amusing. Frank and Bessie, his parents, they would often argue loudly, and Frank would anger Bessie by calling her crazy and defaming Brigham Young.
0: Huh. Oh. And that was really... <laughs> that set her off. She just did not want Ooh, Brigham Young
1: to be defamed. Yeah. <laughs> so she... I, this, you could cut this if you want. I just thought it was funny. So Frank would anger her. He, she anger his wife by calling Brigham Young, Brigham young,
0: Brigham young. Okay. Yeah.
1: And she would get uh-huh. mad. So she got back at him by calling him a cat licker cause he was Catholic. And that, that was their, that was their go-to <laughs> was
0: their little fight. Did he this... whip her? Yes. Did you say that? Okay. Oh
1: yeah. Anyway, that I, you can cut that if you want. I just, <laughs> that whole context <laughs> is so weird. They're really I don't know great. why we know all that. Um, Anyway, they eventually they kind of danced around, moved around. They ended up in Portland, Oregon, as is also common. Gary begins engaging in petty crime. Um, he shows talent in school, but he drops out in the ninth grade, runs away from home, that, all that good stuff. At the age of 14, he starts a small car theft ring, Whoa. and like that's where he's first arrested, uh, he goes to a reform school. Anyway, so a lot of, like, kind of common stuff, right? Like early early uh, trouble with the law and, and whatnot. He eventually, one of the times he's in prison, uh, he's diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder and intermittent psychotic decompensation. But he's... Despite all of this and his background, he's still granted conditional release in 1972. Okay. As long as he goes to a halfway house, which he never goes to and flees oh, <laughs> and so is arrested surprising. again. Like it's just like ongoing, right? On and on and on. And so this all leads up to conditional parole in April of 1976. Where does he go? Provo, Utah. Ooh.
0: Back to his mom's hometown. It
1: all comes full circle to Provo, <laughs> Utah for some reason. Every so does time. he have
0: like warrants in California for these? Or I guess, no, he, he just, he was supposed to go to halfway house, but they don't like check up on you. Uh,
1: so that, that was another time he was arrested. Okay. And okay. then he went back. I, it's like, honestly, so complicated to try to keep track of everything at okay. this point. Like, who knows? I'm sure he had outstanding warrants other places because just kind of had that record. Right. Uh, So, yeah, he goes to Provo to live with a distant cousin who helps to try to find work and rehabilitate him a little bit. Uh, He works at a shoe repair shop owned by his uncle for a little bit of time. Uh, But soon he surprisingly returns to his lifestyle of stealing, drinking, fighting, etc. The evening of July 19th, 1976, uh, Gary robs and murders a gas station employee in Orem, Utah. Mm-hmm. The next evening, he robs and murders a hotel manager in Provo. And both scenarios, it was like a robbery where the men had complied with his demands fully, and then he just killed them anyway.
0: So he was doing it for money, and yes. then he killed them anyway.
1: Uh, both of them were killed like... Uh, Execution style, back of the head, laying down on the ground. Both were students at BYU and both left widows with infants. So that is kind of the context that's going into his eventual execution. Okay. Uh, But this is not necessarily funny, but just kind of like also very common with stories like this while he's disposing of the ca- the 22 caliber pistol he used in in both of the killings he accidentally shoots himself in his right hand oh my which leaves a trail of blood to the service garage where he had left his truck to be repaired <sighs> and the the garage mechanic like witnesses the gun and anyway so the whole thing like he he doesn't get away with it at all like it's just immediately the whole thing unravels and he's caught wow <laughs> Um, so going into his trial, like it was pretty cut and dry, uh, because of his criminal record, because of his diagnosis in previous, uh, you know, prisons that he'd been in and whatnot. Pretty quickly, he was sentenced to execution. And at that point, Utah had two methods of execution, firing squad or hanging, and he was worried that a hanging could be botched,
0: which as we learned. We learned the <laughs> yeah.
1: previous story. Yeah. Yes. Might have been out of something there. So he said, I prefer to be shot. And the execution was scheduled for November fifteenth. Once again, this is nineteen seventy-six. Um, so like always the whole thing kind of gets you know, there's a bunch of challenges and whatnot. Uh, there's a stay, the stay is overturned. Uh, he attempts suicide on death row. Um, anyway, it all leads up to him being executed by firing squad January 17th, 1977 in Draper at the point of the mountain. Uh, a couple of things surrounding his execution that I think are like kind of interesting Uh, The number one thing, like I said before, is he was the first person executed in the United States since the reinstatement of the death penalty in 1976. And so I guess there was like like a couple weeks before he was executed, there was an episode of Saturday Night Live where the the cast was singing a Christmas-themed medley entitled Let's Kill Gary Gilmore for Christmas.
0: No. (laughs) What? It was like that well publicized.
1: Yeah. <gasps> and they it was set to winter the song was set to Winter Wonderland and it included the line in the meadow we can build a snowman, one with Gary Gilmore packed inside. We'll ask him, Are you dead yet? We'll say no man, but we'll wait until we'll wait out the frasbite till he dies.
0: Oh <laughs> what? I wonder if we could find that clip.
1: Yeah, I'm, that would be pretty crazy. I don't crazy. know if they
0: that is insane. A wow. later
1: episode like a couple years later, like I guess they were still riding this train. Uh, it featured a special guest and then a skit. He was strapped to a stretcher, assisted by orderlies. and then uh, anyway, the whole thing like led up to like them reenacting Gary Gilmore's execution. It's just kind of oh like, my I gosh. don't gosh this was like really a, a cultural moment, I guess. Wow. Um, Norman Mailer also wrote a novel based on Gary Gilmore's life that won the Pulitzer Prize. What? um it was called the executioner song
0: do you know what do you know what's weird huh (laughs) is that norman mailer was on an episode of gilmore girls Uh, if you want to make the connection (laughs) we said it wasn't gilmore girls but it is somehow connected just putting that out there always what do you know what what who was he in Gilmore? he was himself he was norman mailer oh okay yeah
1: that's so funny. Oh,
0: I didn't, I forgot that. I need to go back and watch them. <laughs> that is hilarious.
1: Um, And then my one final fact about Gary Gilmore that I, this is like, I'm, I'm in marketing, so I'm kind of a, an advertising nerd. So when he was asked if he has any final words, right, mm-hmm. that's a common formality. What's your final, your last statement? Right. And he just said, let's do it. And uh, the uh, advertising agency, Wyden Kennedy, uh, one of the founders, Dan Wyden, he was working on the Nike no. campaign for Nike. And he just felt like what they were working with was not good. Oh and he had to present <laughs> to Nike the next day. And he was just like tormented and like, what well, the ideas we came up with are not good. And he was like staying up all night trying to find figure out a different thing to pitch to Nike. And he opened up the newspaper and read about Gary Gilmore and read that his last words were, Let's do it. And he thought, Huh, there's <laughs> oh, something to that. <laughs> well,
0: and that he changed it to
1: just do it. And that became yeah, Nike's that? slogan.
0: Oh my gosh, all because of Gary Gilmore and his yep. terrible uh. crimes
1: which will forever change the way you think of nike's advertising whenever you see it you're like "Huh, that's based on serial killer let's
0: do it oh my gosh that's that's amazing wow way to go gary too bad he uh was terrible and didn't get any sort of royalties but he was well represented in saturday night live and now nike norman mailer not now but since yeah crazy wow quite a story that's amazing Sarah had you ever had you heard that before the just do it thing I I don't I it sounded kind of familiar but I wasn't I didn't know the whole story yeah so that's lovely very cool (laughs) well thanks thanks Daniel thanks for filling us in on Gary Gilmore yeah anytime All right, we got three more episodes in this mini series so if that one was also okay for you you maybe want to listen to the next one Nice. Well I'm going back to Utah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Utah Famous. To see all our episodes and what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so don't be shy. Email us at utahfamous at gmail And if you have some spare time, please rate and review our podcast so other Utah enthusiasts can find us. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get our latest episodes right when they come out.